0: Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Monday, December 12th, and we are here trying to help you maybe navigate your financial life, maybe make some better financial decisions. Maybe you made fantastic decisions and you just want me and Mark to weigh in a little bit. We are happy to do that. We are both certified financial planners. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. That is what Carol did. Carol is on the line from Tennessee, and she joins us this morning. Hello, Carol. How are you? What can we do for you?
1: Good morning, Mark and Jill. Uh, Yeah, we have some uh, major decisions we're attempting to make at the moment, and um, we have been working for the last few summers up in this wonderful area in the Rocky Mountains, and we always are so reluctant to leave that we thought, you know what? What if we did this crazy thing and we sell our house and we sell most of our belongings and we just move up there for a couple of years? And after that, really? we'll figure out our life. But it's like, God, we're 63. Uh-huh. It feels a little late to be experimenting like this. Is but- it though? I don't know.
0: <laughs> you only live once.
1: Yeah. You're catching me and Mark at a time
0: where we're really into like take advantage of whatever it is you want to do. So, what? okay. So you've got a spouse, right? Yes. Okay, and you're both sixty three. Yes. So you live in Tennessee, and um, are you working there, or are you are you retired?
1: We are both retired. Well, he's he's retired from a job where he makes a pension. It's cola ingested. Thank goodness. Um, every time Social Security gets a raise, so does so does his pension. He works as a handyman, part time, very part time, and I work as a very part time bookkeeper. Okay. What is his pension amount? Uh, going forward after this latest raise, it's mm-hmm. about, about 74000 a year. Holy smokes.
0: And yeah. um, you're not yet collecting Social Security, right? That's correct. Yeah, okay. we're going to wait a bit. Okay, great. How much do you guys earn in your part-time income?
1: This past year, we earned about 10000 together. Okay. So it's- not Perfect. Huge, that's great. No, it's all right. You're doing something. Yeah. So let's talk
0: about the stuff you've accumulated. So we can start with your house because you said, let's sell the house. So what do you think the house is worth?
1: Well, we've talked to a real estate agent and depending on what's happening in the early spring, who knows? But she said we, we could probably ask around, say, 4, 450
0: to $475. All right. So let's just pretend it's 450 okay? okay. Do you have a mortgage that's outstanding? No, we paid for it with cash. Oh, my God. Fantastic. What about money that is safe money, like just money in the bank or a money market, something that you could you could reach into if you had to spend some money?
1: We have about one hundred and forty thousand dollars in a a savings account that earns right now about three percent a year and we have about forty thousand in I-bonds.
0: Okay, great. That's wonderful. Okay. Now, in addition to your husband's pension, do you or he have any money set aside in retirement accounts, whether that's an IRA or a 401k, anything like that floating around?
1: Yes, we have about 350000 in a traditional IRA. Mm-hmm. And um, his Roth has about $175,000. My Roth has about fifty. dollars That's about what we have there. And then we have a fixed indexed annuity that we were sold. <laughs> I noticed um, that the new, no one ever
0: buys it. Oh, you know what I want? I want to buy a fixed index annuity, yeah, right? <laughs> um, okay, but let's see. How much is in that annuity?
1: Well, I've been taking out 10% withdrawals lately. So there's about 98,000 left in that one. And then we have a variable annuity that's about... Right now, I just checked the, um, the account, actual account value. Mm-hmm. And it's at 263 but the, oh, the income amount, yeah. the, the, that's been, that's about
0: 323. It's- So if you were, so, the, I, so, so for everyone listening, there's always, there can be a lot of weird things about annuities. And I think what you're saying is that if you were to annuitize that contract, you would be annuitizing on this 323,000 number. But if you were to just take money out of this variable annuity, the cash out amount would be 263. Is that right?
1: Yes, and that would be before the $10,000 surrender fee.
0: Okay, so it's still in surrender period. Yes. Okay, what about the other one, the fixed index one? Is that still in a surrender period?
1: Yes, um, until uh, 20, early 2024. Oh, so it's almost done. Yes, thank
0: oh, goodness. Oh, that's great. In these two annuities, are these annuities that were hopped into an account that was a retirement account? In other words, does it say... IRA or qualified or are they non-qualified annuities?
1: They're both non-qualified.
0: Okay. Okay, now let's talk about how much money you guys actually spend. So you've got some beautiful income right now, the 74,000 and you will get social security both of you, right?
1: Yes. Well, I'll get, I'll get, I have a very small amount on my own. And then when my husband starts taking it at age 70, we hope Mm -hmm. we can wait that long. Yep. um, Then I'll get spousal annuity.
0: What's his amount at age 70?
1: I think it's around 3,400.
0: 3,400. Okay. How do you guys do living on your 74 grand a year? How is that?
1: Oh, so far it's, it's pretty good. Um, We spend about 60,000 a year before Mm -hmm. taxes what would change? Let's
0: say we poof waved the magic wand and you guys moved up into the Rocky Mountains and you've spent time there. So it's not like you're going there blind, right? You know, you'd be like, "You know we know what we like it, right? You've already done that part of it, right?" Yes. Okay, great. So what would it cost you to uh rent there for a, a year or two or to even buy? Have you looked, I don't know.
1: Um I have looked at rentals just because one of the managers up there was Looking at rentals, so I, I know that that's really tight. We would just stay in the. They have dormitory housing for people who go up there. In our situation, okay. so it's not the best. It's like being I, in- no. I want you to don't go beyond the dormitory. You're a little.
0: That I feel like I need to intervene right now, and their the intervention is now. If you really wanted to rent, what would it cost you to rent?
1: Well, uh, this guy was looking at um, staying in a in a big fancy RV for a thousand a month. That's it. There, I'm sure there's other pla- I haven't looked very seriously at it because I thought- I want just- you to look. Okay.
0: Because I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. So you're not tethered to Tennessee in that you have no family there. There's nothing that's holding you there, right? Nothing at all. No. All right. A few, then- a few good friends. Thank goodness. All right. Well, we can come back and visit good friends, but we, there's no reason to hang on to this house if that's the case. I want to just tell you right now, you're in great shape. You can do whatever you want. Now, that may be actually more um, daunting than me telling you couldn't do this, but you can totally do this. And here's why. You have saved an enormous amount of money. You really have. And, you know, I think the game plan would be as, you know, we look ahead, you're taking the 10% out of the fixed index annuity right now. Are you taking the 10% out of the variable
1: annuity as well or not? No, that, that whole thing seems daunting to me. I haven't done anything with it at all. All right. How much? So, we know that your fixed index
0: annuity you have until early 2024. But the surrender period on the bigger one, the variable annuity, do you know when that is up?
1: That ends, if I remember right, it's, it's um, late next year. We got that one first. Oh, so these are both going to be done. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yes. Okay.
0: The thing is though, of course, we do not want to take all of the money out at once because that tax liability would be huge for you, right? So here's a couple of ideas. So number one is we could essentially take some of the money out of the you know again the the variable annuity you say it's up late next year you can leave it alone until next year and then we can kind of figure out what to do with it next do not roll it into another annuity do not do that okay but there may be some reason and i i'm not 100% sure if this is the best way to do it but i think it might be a cool thing for you guys to annuitize these things get your monthly check and that will take you right to your age 70 And it'll probably be more money than you need, but we got to get that money out of there because it is taxable income. And we do want to get the money out before you start claiming Social Security. So it might be that we just draw draw on those and use that to live on. You know, yes, you will be subject to your required minimum distributions on your traditional IRA, but where is that invested, that traditional IRA?
1: Oh, it's in in Vanguard index, some index funds, really simple portfolios.
0: Okay. Perfect. I think that that's kind of the game plan that we'd want to annuitize these things and get them out of the environment of an annuity. I, this is going to be a really go back into your way back machine. Do you remember how much money you put into the annuities when you first started this project?
1: Oh, yes. The 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 variable annuity we put in 250. I think we're about 13,000 above now. Okay. Here's the good news. You can take all this money out. When this
0: surrender period is up, you can just take it all out. And you, your tax liability is actually only going to be the difference between what you put in and what it's worth at the time. And I don't even think you need to annuitize it. What about the fixed index annuity?
1: That was hmm, that was rolled in from another fixed index annuity. But we put in, I, I think we've taken out all of the income on it now, the the actual amount. Because we've been taking it out. So the, the 1099 that we get from yeah. them. Yes, it out.
0: Okay, here's here's the kind of the interesting thing. It's not as big a problem as I thought it was going to be, because usually what I'm worried about is that when you have an annuity that's a non-qualified annuity, you know, you end up putting money in, and then a capital gain becomes converted into. Ordinary income. So, like, if you put money into a Vanguard fund, you let's say you put, you know, ninety thousand into a Vanguard fund, and it's worth ninety eight thousand. When you sell that, that's a eight thousand dollar capital gain. When you put ninety thousand dollars into an annuity, and then you it's worth ninety eight thousand. That eight thousand dollars of increase is actually ordinary income. So that's the bigger issue when you have a non-qualified annuity, all right? And it's not a terrible thing because you don't have that much gain embedded into these contracts. So as a result, you are in great shape. You should do this if you want to do it. And you should do it and not do it as like a dormitory thing. You should research it. You should live in a place that you like. Are you laughing, Mark, or is Carol (laughs) laughing? I'm laughing. Okay. <laughs> that's Mark laughing because I hear the word dormitory. I didn't even like to stay. I didn't like a dormitory when I was living in a dormitory in college. I lasted exactly a year and a half doing that. So you have so much money. You're, there's no problem here, but I do want to try to figure out what to do with these annuities so that they're not kicking around and you're paying fees. So it seems to me that you're doing the 10% a year on the fixed annuity, but the other annuity what you should do is you should call both of these companies and you should say, if I were just, just ask them as of today, if I were to just get out of these, what would my tax liability be? We should know that they, they'll they be able to tell you it, by the way. So we would want to know that before we just blew out of them. But, you know, ostensibly, I think you're going to end up having like, you know, 203 so you're either going to have somewhere between $350 and $400,000 maybe you know maybe you have 350 grand in these annuities which is just in addition to all of your other stuff and we don't want it to be in the annuity environment you could simply have a brokerage account with that money in it and that brokerage account would be you know you'll have $350,000 in there you'll be able to use that to bridge the gap between your today need. And when you collect social security, because once you have social security on top of your pension, you're fine. So you would just use that to live on. It would be completely perfect, nothing to do. And you can use that to supplement yourselves. And I wouldn't really worry about the traditional IRA. You can wait till your minimum required distributions. It's fine. That'll be a small amount of money when the time comes. It's not going to be a big deal. Other than that, I think you are in unbelievable shape. I think you should sell your house. Oh, what'd you buy your house for? How much? 276. All right. So there's no tax liability and you're in great shape. So I'm ready to move to the Rocky Mountains with you. <laughs> so
1: my my biggest cons- I, I well, my other big concern yeah. really would be, I, I'm kind of nervous about the idea of letting go of what we have, which All is All right, then, then keep
0: it and rent it. And then um, you'll see how you do for a couple of years. Well, what do you think is going to happen with the housing market? How do I know? What am I? I? I got a crystal ball about that. I mean, I think that it is going to be. So here's a problem. If you sell the house right now, someone who would buy that house, tell me the kind of person who would buy that house. Would it be like a family? Would it be, is it a, is it a fancy house in your area where someone would probably pay cash for it? Like you tell me the type of house it is.
1: It's a it's a fairly small home for the area. A lot of people. So I imagine a couple like us or a very small family. It's a very good school district, but it is a Mm. smaller house than usual. Well, I mean, if you want,
0: hang on to the house. You don't need the money from the house because we're going to have the money from the annuities. Rent it. Rent it for a year. See how it goes. There's no mortgage. That would be another stream of income. Yeah, it's just another like I think it's a big decision to just pull the trigger all
1: at once also. So I would just rent it. It's perfect.
0: Do you guys have health care through your husband's
1: pension? We have health care through his company up until the time we hit uh, Medicare age, which happens in another year and a half for me and then for him. So we have all those decisions to make. But, yeah, so far we're covered for health care. You're in great shape. Do you have your um, estate documents done? We do. I hope they translate well to another place. You know what you should do
0: when you do move up there? and it doesn't have to be immediately, you should get a lawyer to review it because every state has different estate tax rules and laws. So you just have somebody, once you get up there, you figure it out. Okay. I want you to spend more money on housing. I'll tell you that much right now.
1: I think we'd probably enjoy that more. <laughs> if
0: you're going to do it, let's do it. And you have the money to do it. You're not telling me I have to downsize to live a smaller life. You have so much opportunity here. You're in great shape. So I would go ahead start doing your research. Let's get some information about the annuities. And I think that you should really be very proud of yourselves. You really should be. You did a great
1: job. You did a great job. All right. Thank you. Thank All you right. both for your help. I really, what, my it's, husband is out working as a handyman today, but he will really appreciate hearing what you had to say.
0: I wish he were in New York. I have so many things that I need a handy person for. He's good. I don't, I don't want to have to put that money. You know what I do? I over tip everyone in my building because I can't, I don't have to do anything. Mark, if you lived on the Upper West Side, I'd make you do half this stuff that I tell my super to do. Oh my God. I just installed a new faucet for my in-laws last weekend. Oh, you see? I knew it. I knew. It. Mark is very handy. Anyway, Carol, good luck stay in touch with us. I want to see pictures from the Rocky Mountains. If you are thinking about some great big change in your life, maybe you are contemplating what I would call a great money reset, the name of my book. Maybe that's something you want to think about. Maybe you're looking about looking to change your work and change your wealth and change your life. If that's the case, get in touch with us. Go to the website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button let us know if you want to come on the air. While you're there, of course, do pre-order the new book because when you pre-order, you get to join us for a seminar, which we are webinar, I should say, which we are holding on February eighth. You get a book, play, you do it all, and don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Okie dokie. We are so grateful that you listen to us every single day. So do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.